0: Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7. We're at episode number 1686, thank you so much for joining me for it. Thank you so much for subscribing to the show if you're doing that already, wherever you happen to be catching it. And thanks also to all the patrons who are helping support me in creating this daily dose of Star Wars joy for you at patreon.com slash SW7X7. So today we're going to talk about a topic that has been you know, kind of popping up here and there because we keep hearing mentions of these places and yet there's something that's not quite clear about it and so i thought we would take our best shot at clearing up the differentiation between the unknown regions and wild space now the first attempt to really codify the difference between the two came in an episode of Rebels Recon. And if you remember that show, that was the YouTube show that the folks at Lucasfilm would produce every time that they had an episode of Star Wars Rebels debut. And in this particular case, there was an episode from Season 2 called The Call. And the Rebels Recon episode touched on the events of that. But also in the segment where Andy Gutierrez would interview Pablo Hidalgo with questions from viewers... There was a question that was asked about the unknown regions in Wild Space. And here is that question from that Rebels Recon episode. So what exactly is the difference between Wild Space and the unknown regions? The unknown regions are an area of the galaxy where the borders are known, but it hasn't really been explored. So think of it as like a dark jungle that no one's ever gone into. Mm -hmm. Whereas Wild Space is more like off the edge of the map, where no one knows what's on the other side. Very cool. Thanks, Pablo. No problem. So by itself, that makes sense enough. But when you start looking at other information about Wild Space and the Unknown Regions, this starts to get a little murky. And in no particular order, let's start with Lando's Luck, which is the first of the Flight of the Falcon books. And in this excerpt from it, there's a line where the princess of Henestia, Princess Renetta, is reflecting upon her grandmother and the Henestian heritage of being travelers and explorers. And there's this line in the book. This is narrative from Justina Ireland. In one of the hangars was the Wandering Hope, Renetta's grandmother's ship. When she was younger, Renetta had dreamed of flying the Wandering Hope out into the Unknown Regions beyond Wild Space, past the edges of the known galaxy, like her grandmother had." So right there, that's a little bit odd, because Pablo describes Wild Space as being off the map, whereas the Unknown Regions, you have borders, but in this particular description, the Unknown Regions are being described as being beyond Wild Space, so to make the two fit, You would have to surmise that somehow we knew the borders of the unknown regions, but we actually had to look beyond wild space to define those borders. But why would you utterly ignore wild space and consider it off the map if that were the case? And so I think in this particular instance, one of the things that you have to consider is the possibility that we have an unreliable narrator here. Renetta may not have the story entirely straight about the unknown regions in wild space and what her grandmother's exploring history was about. So that's one particular option. So that's one particular situation that we've heard about recently. Another one has to do with the planet Batuu, which is, of course, where Black Spire Outpost is, where Galaxy's Edge is set and whatnot. So in the Thrawn Alliance's novel, Emperor Palpatine is talking to Thrawn and saying that there's been a disturbance uh in the unknown regions or near the unknown regions centered around a planet named batu and batu has also been described as a jumping off point for travelers heading from the outer rim into wild space so somehow based on those bits of information batu is near both wild space and the unknown regions seems very strange and there's another planet that seems to have that potential as well, and that's the planet Castellon, which is featured prominently in Star Wars Resistance. One of the things that is you know, told to us from the Star Wars databank about it is that it is in the Outer Rim Territories near Wild Space, but... Additionally, we know that the first order has taken an interest in Castellon. And the first order, as we've been told, have been massing and developing in the unknown regions. And so you know, how much of a stretch could it be for them to be you know coming from the unknown regions to Castellon? You know, you would think that if they are trying to limit their incursions into the galaxy that they wouldn't be going, you know all the way around the galaxy out of their way that it would be somewhere relatively close to the unknown regions as well. Now to resolve this we need a you know, really good map of the galaxy and we haven't gotten a very well defined one since Disney rebooted the canon in 2014. What we have gotten is you know two-dimensional maps that show the unknown regions as being westward in the galaxy but we don't have any indication of where exactly Wild Space is. And you have to go back to the Galactic Atlas, which is from the late 2000s. And there is a two-dimensional map that shows... The, the galaxy and the unknown regions are still in the westward portion of the galaxy, but as you go around the clock, basically, as you go clockwise from, say, 9 o'clock, which is solidly in the unknown regions, up to 10, 11, and midnight, right around the 11 p.m. spot, it goes from the unknown regions to wild space and then into planets in the galaxy and the same thing happens if you go counterclockwise down to about say the 7 p.m. mark there is an indicator of wild space there also and and actually if you look at that same galactic atlas in about the 4 35 o'clock position on one of the arms of the galaxy there is an indication that there is some wild space there as well so you know, taking all of this into account, I think there is a way to reconcile these seeming con- seemingly conflicting bits of information and I'm going to explain what that way is here in just a second. Before I do, though, I do want to ask you to subscribe to the show here if you're not already subscribing to it, wherever you happen to be catching it. And I also hope that you will consider joining the community and joining me at patreon.com slash sw7x7 if you think that this is worth dropping something in the tip jar for me for doing this for you every single day. I am going to do it whether you do it or not, but it would be really awesome if you could. All right, so here's how I think we reconcile this. Every map that we look at for the galaxy tends to be two-dimensional. And you know, to go back to a different franchise, Star Trek, and thinking about Star Trek II The Wrath of Khan and how Spock figured out that Khan, in his behavior, was displaying two-dimensional thinking. And so Kirk had to have them drop on the Z-axis to hide from Khan in that nebula. Anyway enough about other franchises i think the way to possibly understand the difference between wild space and the unknown regions is to consider the galaxy from a three-dimensional perspective instead of a two-dimensional perspective and when you do that it's suddenly possible to believe that the unknown regions have a depth to them if you will and that you would actually have to go through those depths in order to be able to go into wild space and there has to be some sort of border between the Unknown Regions and Wild Space. And so you could think of Castellan and Batu as potentially being located somewhere near the border of the Unknown Regions and Wild Space. And that certainly would apply to Batu, which has been very definitively stated as being an access point for both the Unknown Regions and for Wild Space. And it seems like Castellon is going to be the same thing. And so there's probably you know, a three-dimensional border, if you will, between the Unknown Regions and Wild Space. And yet it still does seem like Wild Space being off the map is just in, at least as far as the Galactic Atlas goes, those three particular sectors of the galaxy corresponding to, say, 7 o'clock, 11 o'clock, and 4.30-ish, maybe 5 o'clock on the map. But, you know, with a depth consideration, then it definitely makes more sense how the unknown regions could have a more or less defined border and you know not be very well mapped whereas wild space could be considered off the map entirely and so that right there is what you know, we can do, you know, as far as defining the difference between the unknown regions and wild space. And if you have any other insights, I'd love to hear them. So drop me a line wherever you like catching this episode or at home base for the podcast at SW7x7.com. And like I said, that's going to do it for this episode as well. Thank you so much for joining me for it as always. And may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be